Welcome to Love Where You Live, a podcast dedicated to real estate in the Treasure Valley. When's this bubble gonna pop? Is it a good time to invest? Hey, I wanna buy a house, but where do I start? Start, start, start. Join our hosts, Jamie Matzdorf and Corey Michaels, as they share information and inspiration about Boise's real estate and fun to be had in the gym state. We'll have guest speakers, new perspectives, and much more, much more. To learn about the opportunities in the Treasure Valley and be supported by Idaho's best, go to jamiematzdorf.com. Well, welcome to our very first episode of Love Where You Live. I'm Corey Michaels, along with Jamie Matzdorf. We are so excited to be able to share this with you and so much about our wonderful state, uh, dispel some of the rumors and myths about real estate, but also have a lot of fun as we're going along. Jamie, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thanks for having me, Corey. Oh, absolutely. Here we are. The, you're going to get Jamie and I, also some incredible guests along the way that are going to be joining us. And yes, a lot about real estate and, and the market and what's happening, but we really want to highlight a whole lot of local businesses and you know, there's so much good about the Gem State, and Jamie knows this as well as anyone, being a born-bred uh, Idahoan. Yeah, absolutely. This podcast title really speaks to it, Love Where You Live. I love everything about where I live and want to share some information about what we've got going on here and some opportunities for locals and those that want to become locals and um, and give you a little ride along the way. Well, now, for Jamie, where was home? Where was the uh, hometown? Hometown was Eagle, Idaho. Oh, in fact, Eagle. my Yeah. In fact, my great-grandmother um, was one of the first students at Eagle Elementary, little really? old Eagle <laughs> Elementary. Yep. It's now, I think they have three or four buildings. She was the very first building that I think is probably a storage shed now. Um, and then I continued, my family and I, uh, my siblings and I went there when we were kids too. So we yeah. kind of grew up through the same district, but it sure looked different than it did in the you know, earlier 1900s. Now you're not just twins. You have two sisters. You're triplet. One I am. Of the three. Yep. There's, um, I'm one of five children, but also one of a triplet set. And there's two girls and a boy. Um, and we did grow up in Eagle. Um, we grew up in the very first phase of Lexington Hills off of Floating Feather, um, went through the Eagle School District until we graduated. Um, and so, you know, we, we saw it in when it was cornfields and um, we've seen it go into houses, new local businesses. So there's been some awesome growth, but things certainly look differently than they used to when I was a kid. Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I may not have been born and, and raised here, uh, but I've been proud for the last 20 years to call myself an Idahoan. Um, and the thought of being anywhere else there, there is no thought of wanting to be anywhere else. Uh, you know, lots of job offers, lots of things that were, you know, uh, thrilling experiences and opportunities. But when it came down to it, this is my home. I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere in my life. Um, you know, I had my home. I raised my kids here. Uh, you know, the, there is so much history just in that 20 years that came along. And yeah, there's been a lot of growth. I mean, when I, when I moved into old rural subdivision, there off of uh Eustick and Eagle. Mm -hmm. And when first moved there, it was still farmland where the, well, it's not Rosars anymore, but <laughs> you know, where the Rosars building and the McDonald's and all that and Gold's gym, that was a couple of farms along there. And then there's strawberry fields where Lowe's was mm -hmm. or is. And then it was just empty dirt over where Coles 
<laughs> is. And so, yeah, just to, to watch it change just in the last 20 years. Yeah. And it's brought along a lot of great opportunities. Mm-hmm. Now, I know not everyone is as thrilled about the expansion <laughs> as others. Yes, yes. Uh, what was the what was the bumper sticker? Uh, yes, our state is beautiful, but we're all full. Yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've got, like you said, we've got a lot of really great things to offer and I miss the cornfields just as much as oh, anybody yeah. else does, but there's been some great opportunity, um, you know, to put some, some numbers in there in the early 1900s, we had about 160,000 folks here in the treasure Valley, um, yeah. here and we're, we're in 2020 now, but as of a census in 20, we're in 2021 now, as of a census in 2020, we were at almost 2 million. So, yeah. you know, those people have to go somewhere. And, but, you know, s- some of the amazing things that have come with that are awesome restaurants, are mm-hmm. some great activities, you know, family things. We've got the Boise Jump Center, downtown Boise. Um, yeah. We're right along the green belt and, you know, that goes 30 some miles from one side of town to the other side of town for biking, running, um, you know, walking your dogs. We're a super pet friendly state. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. So, you know, we've got some great eateries, some great live music. Our breweries are popping up faster than we can count. And oh, my goodness. That is yeah. just the last few years. Oh, now. it's crazy. And there's, you know, with that are some, you know, some awesome happy hours that we love to go to and mm-hmm. people walk. And, you know, so we're certainly not as huge as, you know, a a big uh, Orlando, Florida or LA or anything like that. And yeah, but we, we have certainly been discovered and I think just navigating, um, you know, the positives that are coming with this growth, because this growth is going to happen whether you're on board or not. We've, we've got the control to roll with it or to fight it. So, yeah. uh, And our, our job for this great state that we live in and our community uh, is to be good ambassadors mm-hmm. too. And I know that's, I know that's tough. Sometimes <laughs> I have a few friends that aren't, aren't on board <laughs> with the growth, but uh, you know, it's, there is so many things that came along and I always, I argued with this one friend of mine, not that long back uh, who lives in Reno. It's always had the title, the uh, world's, biggest little city or something mm, like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was. And I'm like, no, it's not. It, it is. It's Boise because when you go to downtown Boise or around or out to Bodo, you get this feel, this big city vibe yet in this small, still intimate package. Yeah, I agree. It's a weird and awesome combination. Yeah. When folks come here from out of state, they always say people are so friendly here. Yes. You know, you always wave. And when you're on the trails, if you've got to slow down for a walker, you're, you know, you're kind and you wave and, mm-hmm. you know, I hope you have open an awesome doors ride. For one another you, you, open and do- you make eye contact yes. and then that's part of just the richness of the community that we've got here. And we're doing everything we can to hold on to that and, you know, share, share the way we do things with those that are coming in. And then um, we'll just keep rocking and rolling. Well, I felt like such a hayseed uh, a couple of years ago, went to New York for the first time to Manhattan. And we took some kids from uh, one of the schools, high schools in, uh, in Caldwell and had taken them on an arts trip, the theater and band, and went to theater shows and saw some fabulous Broadway and ate some great food and all that. But the first day we get off the transport from the airport and I'm just walking down the street and everyone and I'm looking right at them going, hey, how you doing? You know, just being me. And finally, my, my friend Jen, she's like, would you stop? You're making them nervous. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm making them nervous? <laughs> People don't smile and at each other. And it's like, why? Mm. 
she goes, well, they always wonder what angle you have if you're being nice. Mm -hmm. Here, people are just nice for the sake of being nice. Yeah, I And agree. I like that. I agree. And, you know, that's part of the, my personal and my family's philosophy is, um, you know, give first and yes. get second. And, um, you know, the community seems to really reflect that in all that we do. And, um, and I'm thankful to be a part of it. Well, and the beautiful thing, especially if you love the outdoors, I mean, I love my years of like hiking and that type of thing. They're done. <laughs> Snow skiing was never my thing. I love this, you know, going and watching, but I'll sit in the lodge with a hot toddy and I'm fine right there. Thank you. <laughs> love it. Uh, but I love my motorcycle. I love my Jeep. And you talk about fabulous trails and great rides to go up mm -hmm. into Northern California or up into Northern Idaho and uh, like ride the motorcycle around Redfish. Yeah. Oh man, there's nowhere more beautiful in the world. In I my agree. Opinion. You know, I always say you can get anywhere you want to go in an hour. You yes. can get to the lake for boating. You can get to the river mm -hmm. for kayaking, fishing, fly fishing, or you can get to the mountain peak for hikes, mountain bikes, you know, great snow skiing. And then we've got some really world-class places within three hours, Sun Valley, yes. McCall, again, world-class skiing, Coeur d'Alene, um, a little bit hiking. farther. Coeur d'Alene, yeah, Coeur d'Alene's eight or nine hours from here. And, um, you know, they've got their own amazing things there. Um, you know, some world-class golfing. Well, and we're still skiing. not that far away from the ocean. If no. you want to get over to the Oregon coach, uh, coast, do a little crabbing or just hanging out. It's beautiful over there. And it it's easy to get to. I, I've always said we have all of that. Mm. And yet... You know, like when it comes to, and Jamie and I were just actually talking about this uh, a little while ago, that without the natural disasters, I know we had the earthquake like last year <laughs> and that got everyone, uh, you know, very panicked and the obviously, yeah. <laughs> but it's because we don't have them here. Mm -hmm. So when I tell friends from other parts of the country, whether it's Texas, East coast, West coast, that I'm like, no, we, yes, we have fault lines. Everywhere has fault lines. That was the first one in my 20 years that was even really measurable yeah. was the one last year here. Um, we don't have, you know, except for a couple of dust devils every once in a while. Yeah, a little tumbleweed. Uh -huh, yeah. That might take out a little bit of a barbed wire fence or something on a pasture. We don't have tornadoes. We don't have hurricanes. None of those natural disasters. We get snow, but not like obnoxious amounts of snow, except for snowmageddon. And that's still not obnoxious compared to michigan yeah or something like that yeah we were uh i've got a son an amazing son he um he was trying to decide what college he wanted to go to so we were in the early brainstorming phases and we're talking to him about the things he likes about places and the things he dislikes and he said you know i just i love boise we've got all four seasons and i thought wow that's yep. bold for a 16 year old to be you know 16 year old boy to be so observant of but he really hit the nail on the head we've got four full seasons. Um, you really get to feel summer, fall, mm -hmm. the winter, you know, we get snow, but the sun still comes out every day and it's not, yes. you know, I usually go out with my shovel or my snow blower and a few hours later realize I didn't really need to do that because it'll melt, but, uh -huh. Uh -huh. but we still get an amazing <laughs> amount of snow in, um, you know, an hour away. So yeah, or less. Yeah. It's this, it's a perfect happy medium of we nope. get the beauty of every single season without extremes. And that's, that's that's part of what I love too, because we're just extremely active. And for folks that get a little too crowded mm -hmm. with the growth, mm -hmm. you're 20, 30 minutes away. You're up in the mountains and can feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so I think you can tell we're both very passionate about our state here uh, that all of us live in and share together. Uh, this is home.
And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Is this state that we love is helping you to understand some of the things that are happening with real estate trends, uh, with what the market's doing, but then also sharing more about, you know, each week or each month we'll have uh, a different, uh, different spots that we'll be spotlighting you know, with specials that you can go and take advantage of. And hopefully we're going to be working on some deals that maybe mentioning uh, the Love Where You Live podcast might be able to get you a discount. And we'll share some more information about that as as we go along. But some of the big things like next in the next episode, you know, what are some of the big, big trigger points, Jamie, that you hear when you initially meet someone and say, hi, I'm a real estate agent. You know, some of the first (laughs) things people say is, oh, this market's crazy. Um, And I think we just addressed that pretty clearly. Um, You know, there is a lot of action happening in this market and, um, you know, growth is growth. It's going to happen no matter what city you're in. It's the yeah. way um, your your government, your community uh, rolls with it or doesn't. And yeah. and we're rolling it, and we're going to ride the wave. And um, you know, markets change. They you know, some of them really follow exactly what's happening with the economy, and some of them are a little less apt to follow that. Um, you know, and I think Boise's kind of on that little less apt because we've got. Um, you know, so much desirable things here that we've got a lot of folks that, you know, not just people from California, not just people, you know, the the hot words. Yeah. Yeah, But you know, we're in the top five for relocation from New York city. I never would have guessed that. Uh, that I hadn't heard that one yet. Yeah. Top five. Who would have guessed? Um, but, but it's fantastic. And, you know, what we want to share in this podcast is what's going on around this, uh, around this town. I want to dispel some of the, the myths about what's going on. Um, we want to just address the, the big elephants in the room when people mm-hmm. hear someone's in real estate and, um, you know, things like when is the bubble going to pop and, um, you know, how to sell, how to buy in this market, all those things we're going to address one episode at a time. And, you know, I, I, my value, I think really comes from growing up here. Um, when I was 24 years old, I bought my very first home on 31st and state street in downtown in air quotes, um, because it's not technically part of downtown, but it's pretty darn close and close enough as I was going to get. And, you know, I bought that house for $80,000, um, it was a meth house and it was all I could stir up and you know what? A lot of sweat equity went in (laughs) a lot of sweat equity. Um, you know, there were a lot of tacos when I, cause I needed a new countertop and you know, but that's the way that we, um, learn and grow and, um, you know, then I became an investor and I flipped homes for six or seven years, both here and also in the Salt Lake area as well. Um, you know, so I've, I really have, um, some sweat in the game, some skin in the game. And, and I love this community. Um, you know, then I got into real estate, um, in 2017 and was extremely fortunate to, uh, just come out of the shoe running and, Mm -hmm. um, had a killer year year. I was rookie of the year in 2018 for the BRR as well for my local brokerage. And, um, you know, I, I really specialize in everything from the first time home buyer to million and a half dollar clients. And, you know, there's a need for people that will support, um, you know, both sides of the mm-hmm. financial spectrum. And, um, and, and I love being that person. Um, you know, I'm yeah. here to educate and support and then, um, let families decide what's best for them and when the best time is for them. Um, so I, um, am giving back in a way that that's the only way I know how by educating and being available. And, 
um, I hope that the the things I'm able to bring and the speakers we're able to provide are going to help some people kind of settle a little bit of the disease that's going right. on right now. Um, and, and just, and again, provide some information for you and your families, whether I'm working directly with you or you're just listening to this podcast, we're excited to have you and, um, and I hope that you'll continue listening. Okay. And I, I hope you do too. I, in fact, Jamie uh, had mentioned it. The one big, big, probably one of the biggest elephants in the room is what we're going to discuss next time around, I believe, is when is the bubble going to burst? Yeah. Yep. We will be attacking that for sure. And that's, I think I've, I've asked the question before yep. uh, as, and so I know it has came out of just about everyone's mouth <laughs> and everyone wants the answer to it. Well, We'll help you with that and we'll dispel some myths also. Coming up on the next episode of Love Where You Live, on behalf of Jamie, I'm Corey. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Love Where You Live, a podcast dedicated to real estate in the Treasure Valley. Once again, to learn more about the opportunities in the Treasure Valley and be supported by Idaho's best, go to jamiematsdorf.com.